There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode six of season one of Krypton. Holy oh. cow. Yeah, holy crap is right. Wow. All right. I'm going to say, because, I mean, obviously if you're listening to us, you've already watched the show, right? Because why are you listening? Yes. So I'm skipping to the very last moment to just say that Doomsday looked amazing. And yes. so much better than even in the last movie. Yes, so, I totally agree with that. Uh, so I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing awesome stuff. So, you know, hats off to Krypton. Oh, yeah. They're rewriting everything. It was so awesome. All right. So before we jump in, then, I just had to say that. But you have ratings news for us. Absolutely, I do. Episode 6 brought in a 0.17 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.597 million viewers making it the 57th-rated cable show for the day. Now, we did get the Live Plus 7 for Episode 4. It tied for 12th in adults 18 to 49 total gain, going from 0.2 to 0.6 for an increase of 0.4. It tied for 2nd in adults 18 to 49 percentage gained, increasing by 200%. Nice. It was 5th in viewers total gain, going from 0.874 to 2.109 million viewers for an increase of 1.235 million viewers. Yeah. And it tied for fourth in adults percentage gain, increasing by 141%. That's a lot of people who are watching it. Yes. So I am totally fine yes. with this. Sci-fi has not seen numbers like this in quite a while. Getting over 2 million viewers for an episode, that's absolutely outstanding. Like I said last time, a lot of people, I think, are catching up and they're like, dang, all right, this is really good. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is. It's It's got a whole quality to it that I would put on par with any of the movies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I am totally digging it. And this episode, oh, my God. Yes. Or should I say, oh, my Zod. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about episode six, Civil Wars. Seg is faced with an impossible choice that will shape the L legacy and the fate of the universe. Dun, dun, dun. You think? Okay, so, <laughs> all right, there was a lot of stuff that went down, and again, I know I'm jumping, but I'm going to say I was kind of pissed at Seg. Okay. Because, really, you are going to take the word of somebody that you have found out is the greatest enemy of your grandchild. Over the person who is trying to save your house. Right. Now, granted, at this point, I mean, I guess in Segmine, it's all speculation, but Strange has been basically upfront. So I don't know why yeah, all of a sudden well, it's like, oh, I'm going to believe this person instead. This person well, who tortured me, I'm going to believe instead. Right. 
Well, it was just that little tiny bit that Strange left out that the planet was going to be destroyed. And that was the whole thing that turned Seg against him. If he had been up front with that, then maybe Seg would have stayed with Adam and his story. But because he had to hear that from Azad and not Strange, and Strange couldn't deny it, it was like, oh, this is not going to end well. Yeah, but okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's start right where it ended. Exactly. We pick up exactly where we ended up with Drew Zod, Lyda, and Seg all listening to how the time traveler first obtained his family sigil necklace and Lyda not quite believing the story. And I wish we could have gotten a little bit more of that because, I mean, we don't really get Lyda and her son getting to have much of a conversation about anything. I mean, yes, there's a couple of back and forth that remind you of Lyda and Jaina. Right. But, so, is it possible he's lying? Sure. Absolutely, he could be lying. I mean, we have no idea, and the fact that as soon as we found out who he was, Adam freaked out. And he's like, this is Superman's greatest enemy, and he has a gun right to Zod's head. He's like, we should kill him now. Yeah. I mean, surprisingly, Lyda wasn't like, uh, maybe we should talk to him. Yeah. But, so that's... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, it's stressing it's me out. Very hard to know. And we're almost getting that feeling that from another show that we do, you can't trust anybody. I don't trust anyone. <laughs> that's really bad. But I really, yeah. I can't trust any of them. I mean, I think we've got a pretty good handle on Seg and Lyda and know what they're going to do. Now, yeah. are they going to agree on what to do? I don't know. I mean, I kind of thought that Lyda might play a little bit bigger role in this episode than she did, but she was really pretty much in the background the whole episode. Yeah. So we shall see maybe if she decides to step up and let Seg know her thoughts. But first we go check in on... Little Anya. Oh, little Ona. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. She really has come up. And it, Absolutely. it's so weird seeing, like, now she has all the words on her face. Yeah, like know. all the others. Right, so I don't know if that's, like, a tattoo, which I hope not. Poor little kid. Yeah. <laughs> but she seemed to know so much. So she obviously had, like, all of the, I'd say, like, Bible verses. Because it's right. essentially what it is. Memorized. Yeah. The words of Rao scriptures memorized. Yeah. Yes. And as she's sitting there, it was weird because you see the voice asking her question. Why do you believe yourself worthy? Right. And she's just like rattling it off, like no question. And and obviously we know he's been infected. So this isn't right. him, it's like Brainiac. Yeah. Like talking through him. But you know, he's like, Well, Maybe not everybody's fit to be loved by Rao, and maybe there is nothing else. And and she just looks at him, and she's like, is this a test? Right. He's like, yeah. So he's picking up really quick, like, okay, well, maybe I need to pay more attention to what I'm saying. <laughs> but it was weird, because we see this happening, and they were in a room with another acolyte. Right. And the other acolyte started looking scared. 
Yes. And I even Ona picked up on that. And she's like, are you afraid? And the voice says, oh, no, she's made her decision. And I was like, wait a minute. Does she know? Has she seen the face of what the voice of Rao looks like now? Because I was kind of questioning that if that's why she looked scared and she was afraid for Ona. I mean, it what could be, but it could have also been the mention of how he takes the memories and the skills and the dreams and that person lives on through him. And, you know, I'm sure the other acolytes had thought, this ain't the word of Rao. What, what's going on here? Right. Okay. So, I can see that. I kind of think that was what freaked her out was just hearing some of the words coming out of his mouth that was not words out of his mouth. That was definitely Brainiac talking. Right. And she knew she could tell that this is not good. Something's taken over our uh, <laughs> our deity here. Oh, holy one is not so oh, holy anymore. Right. It just seemed really strange. And I'm guessing because Ona didn't have that much interaction with him previous to I'm right. going to say this last few days that she yeah. doesn't know that he's acting weird. Right. I mean, she qu- kind of questioned him, but yeah, she wouldn't realize that it was, she thought it was a test. Yeah. That he was just testing her. And so, yeah, she didn't, it wasn't anything unusual for her. So she didn't get scared. Now, speaking of scared <laughs> over at the Vex house, Daron and Nessa are, telling Jaina Zod their plans to rig an explosive to knock out the high priest as he closes the Nova Cycle festivities. And Jaina says, oh, ho, 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 hold on just a cotton-picking minute here. You got to give me time to get the support of Dev M because he is the commander in charge of the high priest's security detail. Because he's trusted. Yes. It's like, oh, now you're bringing in... Your daughter's fiance. Yeah. Oh, this could go bad real fast. Yes, it could. And they need his loyalty if this dangerous path is to be effectively paved. And I would say the effectively paved never happened. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like, okay, yeah, you had plans and now stuff is being rushed and this is not going to be good. Yeah, this is like the rankless initiative. Yeah. Daron cannot sit down and draw out a long plan in any kind of detail. It's just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And those don't work. Nissa's the only one who seems to be planning. Right. Oh, I don't know. I'm ready to oust her father already. Like, drop him off a, a ledge. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And- right. Yeah, do the same thing he did to Val. Right. All right, well, back down in the catacombs, Zod explains that this is the moment in time that Brainiac chooses to bottle up Kandor and take it with him, which destabilizes Krypton's core and causes it to explode in 200 years. Which, that's kind of what Seg was like, hang on, what? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Adam. Yeah, especially when he's like, Krypton's weapons are useless, and... We need something to help fight. Okay, I get this. I get all of this. That Seg's like, what the hell, Strange? You didn't tell me this? But how does Zot know all this? How did he survive then if Krypton was ripped away? It's like, 
or not Krypton, I apologize, Kandor was ripped out of Krypton. Right. Which, uh, this is totally have... different from the storyline that we know. So this right. is what's, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Well, later on, Zod basically says that they escaped Kandor before it was taken and went to Kryptonopolis. Yeah. I was like, Kryptonopolis? Really? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people Give are like, a that's name. a bit of a pain, of a stretch. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they were able to not be taken by Brainiac was they just got out of the city just in the nick of time. But if you know this, then maybe you should get a hold of people out. Yeah. Either get everybody out or something else. Right. Oh, I don't know. But, of course, Seg, being kind of ticked that Adam didn't tell him this, he doesn't seem to believe anything that Strange has said because he's like, you just care about my grandchild, not about me. Right. Dude, if you don't survive, there will be no grandchild. Yes. You know but, how this works, right? Right. But, of course, Seg really is saying, you want to save your world at the cost of my world. But at this point with this information, I feel like, okay, you can now save a whole lot of people in your world. Yes, he can. If he can st- somehow find a way to stop Brainiac from taking Kandor. Or just get everybody off planet. Right. Uh, I don't know. So Zeg decides, I'm going to cuff you both until I get more information. And Zod tells him that he discovered a clue inside the Kryptonopolis ancient archives, that the possible location of a secret weapon. A pre-cataclysm. Pre-cataclysm instrument. There we go. (laughs) I got one right. Yeah, of an extremely dangerous nature sheltered inside these catacombs. Yeah, why is it hidden away? Yeah, maybe it's for a reason. Right? An unidentified house sigil inside Zod's pocket matches that of the hidden chamber Seg recognizes while he was exploring the tunnels. That's not good. No. Now, I thought Seg recognized that that was the house L symbol, or at least part of it. Yes. But he didn't seem to when he seen that again. You mean when he saw it the first time or the second time? When he I mean, originally yeah, I... seen it, when he was helping the girl, I thought he recognized right. it. But then this <laughs> well, time, when Zod shows him, it's like he's seen it, but he didn't recognize that the house L symbol was part of it. Yeah, because I think that what Zod had was worn quite a bit, so you really couldn't make it out as clearly as what it is actually on the, shall we call it a prison? Okay. Because, yeah, on the, the door of the prison, it's it's perfectly clear that it's part L. Yeah. It's apparent that it's part L. I thought it was, like, pretty apparent. Yeah. I don't know. He he just seemed kind of like, uh, I know what it is. And then Zod's like, wait, you've seen this. Take me to it. Right. And he just like, okay. <laughs> I, he seemed so much smarter than this. Right. Well, and of course, it doesn't help that Strange proposes an alternate approach. Of course, to preserve the correct timeline, they must allow Brainiac to take Kandor. Right. But even at this moment... You have a strange kind of like, is this how we have to preserve it? We have to let this happen? Like, he's right. he's saying it, but he's, like, questioning it. Right. And I think that's what just kind of pissed off Seg. Right, yeah. Seg's not willing to give up 
Krypton. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame him. And that is, yes, that may change the timeline. I mean, I don't think it'll hold, stop Seg from having a grandchild. Now, it may stop that grandchild traveling to Earth. True. But it also, you don't know who the grandchild would be with. Or right. who the child would be with to create the grandchild. Right. Absolutely. I'm like, wait, I went too far. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to Candor, and we're having a pardoning party. Rao has decided that he is going to pardon prisoners and let them go free. Now, this seems to be totally normal. Right, yes. At the end of the Nova Cycle, this happens. Except Apparently. they managed to slide in somebody who probably shouldn't have been in there. Exactly. One of the Black Zero's best bomb makers. Oh, well, hello. How did you get in here? Yeah. And, and when Dev M seemed to be like, all right, because Dev M was on board then. All because Jaina asked him and trusted him, which was weird that it would just, it took that. That was it. Right. But he's on board. He's like, all right, we're going to do this. We'll do it with the least amount of casualties. I can do this. Okay. But the guy who was working with Dev M is like, hang on, this isn't right. Because he's a Black Zero operative. We shouldn't be letting him go. And I thought right. he was going to start getting kind of loud. Right. Yeah. Start a commotion right then and there. And of course, with Rao being right there, he would notice and come to investigate and say, oh, no, 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 no. We can't have this happen. Right. How could this have happened? And blown the entire plan completely up. Right. Except. But no. Yeah. Nissa. Nissa yeah. is the one who's like, uh, what's going on? She's like, what's the what? And I loved it because she all of a sudden is like, are you questioning the voice of Rao? Yeah. Are you suddenly better than his judgment? I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Dude, you better tuck tail quick. Yeah. Because I can see her start getting, like, really out there in a minute if you're not careful. And looks at Dev. She's like, obviously, this man is not safe. You need to escort him out of the building. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. And that was one way to get everybody where they need to go. And as he escorts the bomb maker out of the building, uh, apparently they go and take him and squirrel him away in a safe house so that he can be blamed for the bomb later. Right. It's like, oh, well, hey, they're covering their bases there. I'm wondering if that was all Nyssa, because I feel like her dad does not have that under control. Yes. Now, of course, this gets everybody up in arms, because Daron and Jaina argue over the fact that this soldier has been asking questions about the pardon man who was free. And they learn the officer has requested an audience with the voice of Rao to discuss his suspicions, which, of course, has Daron... Peeing in his pants. Right. Because <laughs> he's just freaking out. Well. Yeah, you could die. Oh, what do you think this is? Yeah, not exactly, not exactly a, a stretch because he's like, crap, crap, crap. What am I going to do? Yeah, like right after the rankless initiation, he thought he was the dead man there. But I kind of feel like it was a dumb move for that soldier to not take it to his commander. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm going right to the top and basically be like, uh, what kind of idiot are you? You pardon this dude. Right. And he had to be one of Dev M's men. Right. That's why I'm like, you really weren't thinking. No. Dev M should have just slapped him down right then and there, too. Right. But he didn't. So you go, mm, not quite Jaina material. 
No. But Dev M is like, alright, I need to talk to you. Let's, let's discuss this. And you see that this other commander is like, uh, no, I'm good. I don't need to talk to you. It's cool. So he's suspecting Dev M right now. Right. And that's when Jaina kind of intervenes here. And she's like, uh, what's going on? We should talk. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's talk. So he runs away from Dev, basically. Right. Right into Jaina's office. And it was bad because you've seen that when Daron was basically telling Jaina she has to shut this guy up. Right. She was really conflicted. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's exactly what she has to do because he's like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to the voice. Yeah. I've already got the appointment set up and we're going to have a sit down. Right. And she's like, you're very smart. And thank you for bringing this to me. You have great qualities. Hiya! Basically, because she, they start fighting. Yeah. Wow. How does nobody hear that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and unfortunately, she does end up breaking his neck. And you see, like, the look of anguish on her face. Right. This is not something she does. This is not, this is not honorable. Right. This is not honorable to her. And that's the one thing about the Zods you don't screw with is their honor. Oh, man. And when Dev walked in and looked, he's like, all right, well, I guess this is taken care of. But, wow. Like, yeah. I don't know how Jane is going to come back from this. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It It is really going to be tough because she's done things that she never, ever, ever thought she would ever do. And this has got to be eating her alive. Right. So we're back with Seg, Lita, and Zod making their way through the damp tunnels and corridors of the catacombs, searching for that certain emblazoned door. And they get attacked by a group of Synthonites bound to protect their weapon, but they're no match. Well, it was kind of weird that they ended up saving Strange. Yeah. And what do you think they said exactly, or Strange said exactly to them to let him get free basically unless he really knows what's behind that door i unless he can said that i'll stop him just give me a chance it's hard to tell i know it really is with them and the fact that we do finally see the door and zod is like oh we need to just blow this up and open this thing you don't know what's back there what if you're letting exactly like i don't know highly toxic gas out right Kill the whole planet immediately. Right. It's like, oh, well, that's really brilliant. Yeah. That's another one of those Zod qualities. Blow it up. Beat it up. Oh, whatever man. it takes. Hit hit first. Ask questions later. Yeah. Well, thankfully, when he tried to blow it up, nothing happened. Right. And, of course, Seg stares at the engraved entrance and realizes that the crest is actually a combination of both the L and Zod. Symbols superimposed upon each other, and he remembers how he got into his grandfather's fortress, so we have knife-cutting hand part two. At least it wasn't like, let me sever these ligaments deep. Yeah, (laughs) true. And why do you suppose that General Zod didn't want Lyda to have the the blood? Because she was going to cut her hand. Right. So why do you suppose that it was not her? That he's like, no, 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 I'll do it. Right. I think it was his way of proving to Lida that he at least was a Zod. Okay. 
Yes. This all that proved was yes, he is Zod. Oh, okay. It don't we have yet to see Jaina meet him. Uh, I just don't know because I know. I know Lida he knows made, too much yeah. about the future. He knows too much about the past. But he's Lida almost made a as good bad as strange. Because she asks like, what was I like? What was our relationship like? And you know, he's telling her. But when she tells Seg, I don't know. Because he only recognized you as his father's friend. Right. It's like, oh, so obviously that they don't get together. Because she says, even I thought now that you were ranked, that maybe there was a chance. Right. It's like, oh, that hurts. Yeah. So much pain. (laughs) And of course, the blood combines onto the steel plate and ushers in the opening of the vault. Revealing a frightful face of a hideous monster staring out of a glass portal. Yeah. Yeah. That looked amazing, though. Yes, it did. And, of course, Strange recognizes it immediately. Right. And especially when he's like, everybody will die. Yeah. No, 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 no. And they just kind of look at him like, what are you talking about? And thankfully, like, the thing, like, closes again. Oh, I was very happy about right. that. It's like time locked or something. It's like, oh, okay, you're not going to do anything. All right, you got like 20 seconds closing. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Because it looked creepy and awesome. But Strange tells them, no, it's doomsday. It will kill everybody. Nobody can control it. What are you not getting? Right. And it can't be destroyed. So once you let it loose, you've just signed Krypton's death warrant. Right. So... It's not going to just be Brainiac. Everybody's going to no. die. It's like, what are you going to do? Just somehow get him up there and let him loose on Brainiac? Probably not. Yeah, no. And then and of course, we get the info from our our lady in charge. Yeah. With the... With the seashell on her head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she also informs them of what may occur if Doomsday is released. And gives us a backstory that it was created by a past union of the Elves and Zods, and her people were there when the mutated weapon arrived. They're sworn to protect the planet from its unholy wrath. So it sounds kind of like they're very similar to the Zods, as far as their duty to protect the planet goes. Right. So I'm glad that we're getting the information. And that Seg is being told, listen, this is a bad idea, not just from Strange, so that maybe he'll listen. And that's why right. I think at this point, he's like, well, wait, something doesn't seem right. They kept saying the elves have the power to destroy the planet. So right. the fact that they're telling him this finally, it's like, I feel like he's going to finally pay attention. He may not like Strange right now. But it's like, right. oh, okay, he wasn't lying. Right. <sighs> yeah. But he still tells Strange to go about, go home. Right. You don't your Zeta beam and skedaddle. It's like, dude, you're going to die. He's trying to help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's trying to help the future of your people. You can save more than one kid then. Yeah. Uh, God. So we're back into the closing ceremonies. And, of course, DevM yells bomb. And prevents innocent lives from being lost. Oh, yeah, because I'm sorry, we didn't really say. The voice around decided everyone should be here after talking to Ona. Right. Like, oh, 
this isn't good. No. Now he escorts the high priest from the chamber and leads him to safety. Well, not so much because Jaina and a full squad of Sagittari are there to ambush him. And we things go south immediately. Oh, yeah. As the voice of Rao decides if this is to be his last moment alive, he should let them see his real face. I didn't like that. I was afraid. Yes, very. It's like, shoot him now, shoot him now. Right. <laughs> so he slowly removes his gold multi-faced mask, revealing a pulsating green parasite infecting his head and neck. Uh, and his eyes were all black. Yes, just like Ona's mother. Ugh. And then out of nowhere, black tentacles sprout from his outstretched hands, puncturing the foreheads of many of the soldiers and killing them as Jaina and Devim somehow avoided the tentacles and watched in absolute horror. I was going to ask you, because I was not 100% sure that Devim was not one of them that was, like, wrapped. Right. Yeah, I as fast as that scene went, it was hard to tell who was safe and who wasn't. Okay. That's why I was I was wondering. Oh my gosh, it's just something like just unreal. Right. So yeah, guess what? You don't have to worry about the voice of Ralph. You gotta worry about Brainiac. Right. And what the heck is gonna happen? I was scared though when he was gonna show Ona his face earlier. Right. And thankfully he didn't. Yeah. Because I was wondering what would happen. Would she kind of freak out? Would she be like, okay, no big thing. I don't know what you look like under there. Right. You're supposed to be a deity, so okay. You look different than us. Right. Ah, uh, I don't know. I want to know what you guys all think. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. And if anybody noticed if Dem did escape. Dev did escape. I just put his <laughs> names together. Devem. Because I'm not 100%. Right. And while you're at it, if you want to rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform that you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. And tell your friends. I don't know how you haven't told your friends about the show. Anyway, I was talking about it last night in a Marvel movie. But yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God, you showed Whoa. me you should watch it. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is so don't good. Don't cross the street. Yeah, I know. But this was so good. <laughs> I'm like, you guys got to watch this one. And yeah. I really hope you guys are enjoying our podcast and everything else. But let us know if there's something that we're missing that you want us to talk about. We will happily add things. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. I'm sorry, but your friend was right about one thing at least. We were enemies. And until next time.